The following podcast was improvised without a script. Radio 680, the voice of Syracuse. Good morning, Syracuse. It's time for the zaniest morning show in all of Syracuse radio. It's Meatloaf and Tricycle. I'm Meatloaf. And I'm Tricycle. Hi, yeah, Meaty. Good to have you here this morning. And of course, Goof Goof is over there with the Holly Weird Minute. Oh, <laughs> you know it. And speaking of Holly Weird, this is like the biggest day ever in Holly Weird. It's the Oscars. It's the Academy Awards. Whoa, <laughs> you know how many of those movies I've seen? One. You know what? It don't matter because they're all weird. Yeah, they're all they're weird. Running, you know, doing weird stuff and wearing their weird clothes. You know how many people didn't have a shirt on watching the show? All <laughs> of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Every, even the women. Yep. Of course. I liked I liked the fact that they had a bunch of representation and they showed everybody. They had women on there and everything else. It was really good. <laughs> That's our new socially conscious tricycle after we got a good talking to from Tommy Gunderson. Yep. And yeah, of that. course, let's not forget that uh, intern Sausage is over here, too. How you doing there, Sausage? Yeah, I'm great. Just over here um, pretending to believe um, that we're all woke. <laughs> Good job, so, guys. <laughs> I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, really. We'll get some more coffee in here, then we'll be woke. All right. So hey, check it out, guys. It's 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 the it's the zaniest day of the year. April Fools is coming up. So I think what we should do is pull a prank on someone, huh? <laughs> now, maybe I don't know. I think that's probably not a good idea because it would get people thinking that things are not the way they're they're going to be. And it might get people in an uproar. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So let's uh, pick up the phone here and we're going to call the local Syracuse theater here. And you know what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to tell them that the, that the theater is on fire. <laughs> um, I'm, I just you know, I, I, I know I, I know it doesn't matter to you, but I, I'm pretty sure that's actually like against the law well it's not against the law i mean you're not supposed to but i think it might i think it might be nah i mean i think it's one of those like manners things like you're supposed to say bless you after somebody sneezes i I don't think if we like set the theater on fire that would be against the law (laughs) yeah yeah really it's not really gonna be on fire it would be better it would probably be better if it was actually if you set it on fire and then called that would actually be less less illegal all right, so we're going to call the Syracuse Multiplex right now and see if we can get the manager on the phone. All right, here we go. Yeah, Syracuse Cineplex, uh, manager Opie Kratzer here. Uh, hey, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm just a, a regular Syracuse citizen walking by, and uh, guess what? Uh, uh, theater's on fire. Oh, no! Oh, no! Yeah. Theater's on fire. Oh, no, yeah. we got to set the alarm off. We got to yeah. call, oh, boys. Somebody <laughs> break, break the fire in case of glass or something. Oh, hey, oh, hey, hey che- check it you out. You should call the fire department. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do that. You should do that. Does anyone know the number for? 911. Uh, hey, hey, so hey. hey, Crotzer, Crotzer. Hey, hey, check it out. Check it yeah, out. Uh, yeah, yeah. April Fools. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but I, I pulled the alarm. Everyone's leaving the theater. And- oh my god, that's hilarious. Go, scared? Go, go tell, go tell April Fools, and then ask. Yeah, them what just go out there and tell them April Fools. Yeah, and then and then ask them what their favorite radio station is. I'm gonna go out here. Why is there all this smoke? What's going on? Wait a minute. Uh, the popcorn wait. machine's on fire. Uh, oh, there's a really a fire here. See, Meaty, we're doing some good. I can't believe I get a call. I get a call fire department. Somebody call a fire department. Well, hey, that's about all the time we got for us uh, right now because we got to play another 25 songs in a row. But it was great talking to you, Kratz. It was great, great talking to you. Uh, we have any uh, extinguishers anywhere? <laughs> Coming up at 8.40, we're going to give away two free tickets to the Syracuse Multiplex, so you just keep keep it right here on Radio 680. Oh my god, you guys, that was hilarious, wasn't it? <laughs> I think you did a reverse April Fool's on us. I think so. I mean, what are the chances that yeah. we said we did an April Fool's joke, but the place was really on fire? <laughs> See, Sausage, you thought that was going to go all wrong. Yeah, gosh, what was I thinking? Yeah, <laughs> you don't know nothing. You're stupid. Or a fool. <laughs> All right. Hey, it's uh, been another great episode of Meatloaf and Tricycle here on Radio 680. Have a good morning there, Tricycle. Live from the Radio 680 Broadcasting Headquarters, the news with Stan Wackerman. A man who was swallowed by a whale runs at top speed until he's all pooped out. But first, our arch enemies, the city of Appleton, is trying to overshadow our St. Patrick's Day Parade with their own St. Arnold Day Parade. Let's go to our reporter in Appleton's downtown, Julie Brown. Yes, thank you, Stanley. She said, I'm here in Appleton. I'm trying to uh, cover the um, St. Arnold Parade. It's, um, yeah, as you as you mentioned, it, it usually happens at a different time of the year. So uh, we're trying to get some uh, some information here on why they decided to do this now. We did this because Syracuse sucks! Okay, well, there's 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 one bit of feedback yeah. we got from someone in the crowd. Um, let's see if we can get up here and talk to maybe the... The uh, let's see if we can get a, uh, the the parade chairman here. Ex- excuse me, sir. You um you look like you're in charge here. Um, can you explain to us why why you're doing this now? Yeah, my I'm my name is Micah Zambito. Those jackasses uh, over there at Syracuse. That's you right. That's where you're from, right? You tell yeah, you, You're damn right. I okay, will. This is you know we're live, so if you could just like not. Let me tell you something. You people over there in Syracuse are all high and mighty with your St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, who cares? Well, you know, a lot of places all over the world celebrate St. Patrick's Day with a parade. Yeah, but we got St. Arnold, don't we, Mikey? Yeah, we got we got St. Arnold. Listen, we like to throw back a couple beers and now and then, but uh, you know, we're there ain't a lot of Irish over here. So uh Irish out of town. That's right, see? Like we we don't need your Syracuse. We gotta we want to have uh, our own little St. Arnold's Day parade. Okay. Well, do you do you expect to make this an, an annual thing? I mean, there appears to only be about um, twelve people here right now, and, and they appear to be your your family members. So, what do you think the success rate of this parade might be? Well, yeah, it's already going to be a success. I mean, come on, you know, we're day drinking, we're we're having a few adult beverages, a couple beer skis, and a you know. 
Okay, Stan, well, there's, there's not a whole lot going on here. They have one car, and um, they, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing all the usual things. Um, they're throwing out some beads. There's really no one here to catch them, um, so they're just kind of flashing each other, and they are drinking what appears to be green beer, but I, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be green. So Yes, St. Arnold forever! St. So, Arnold! Woo! All right, so, well, I, I will keep an eye on things here. If, if anyone else shows up, I'll be sure to report out again later. But for now, it's, I'm throwing it back to you, Stan. Thanks, Julie Brown, our downtown reporter in Appleton at the St. Arnold Day Parade. I hope she has a happy time there. Today is also our annual pothole filling day here in Syracuse. And all the Syracuse kids are invited to come on out to 187th to fill a pothole. Event organizer Phoebe Monger says, bring your pennies. Uh, yes, this is Phoebe Monger from the Department of Streets and Sanitation. Uh, you know, there was a time when it was the young ones from Syracuse Elementary who had gotten themselves into trouble that would have to come down and fill the potholes. But we decided that this is a gift for all the students at the elementary school. So all the children's are invited to bring their pennies down and I, find I, themselves uh, a pothole. Here, look at this I, young yeah, young I, person right here. Hello, is, little uh, this, one. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't want to bring any of my own pennies because I saved a lot. So I just, um, I emptied um, my parents. Um, they like have a whole um, a bank vault full of rolled quarters so I, I emptied those out and then I run over here in my wagon so my, I'll stick these in the pothole? Is that what I do? Um, Actually I'll have a better idea I'm going to mm -hmm. go ahead and take that wagon for you and I will keep it safe and oh. I'm going to give you um, actually here's some bubble gum and why don't you chew it for a bit and then go okay. spit it into that pothole or run over Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, you guys, come on. If, if we get a bunch of bubble gum and we chew it all and we can spit it in a pothole, it's going to be a lot better than giving it. I'll yeah. spit it in Here. the pothole. I, I like bubble gum. Yeah. I spit. Mm. So as you can see, this is a beautiful opportunity mm. that the Streets and Sanitation Department provides for the young people to do something uh, important to keep their city beautiful. Yes, the Syracuse annual pothole filling day where our kids choose to help out. <laughs> now, from hole to slow, here's Jumpy with sports. Hi, Stan. Thanks for having me back. And today it's time for our slow-paced Cow Wrangling Contest. The slower you go, the more you win. It is a barn burner out here today in Farmer Jack's pasture. I would yeah. like uh -huh. to okay. congratulate yes. our uh -huh. winner... Ooh, who was and that's it? all the time we have, Jumpy. Thanks for that great report. And now with entertainment news, here's Frankie. Hello, 
Frankie with the entertainment here and big doings going on in Syracuse Park, where today they are doing an actual uh, performance of Swan Lake without ballerinas. They're using actual swans. Why, that's right. These geese and ducks are all floating around here and uh, uh, performing in beautiful pirouettes and spins and leaps. And I think one of them just got hit by a car. Uh, Back to you, Stan. Uh, thanks, Frankie. Uh, looks like we have a little bit more time. Let's go back to Jumpy, see if we'd find out what that uh, who that winner is. Anna Janello. Oh, see, there you go, Stan. Good job there, Jumpy. All right, and now for our award-worthy weather girl, Mitzi. Oh, thank you, Stan. Hi, it's me, Mitzi, and you know it's going to be that time of year where it's spring, and um, so, you know, uh, what they say is true. Uh, April showers bring, uh, 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 shoot, April showers bring something about pilgrims, April showers. I Oh, April showers bring, um... Okay, it's going to rain, and then uh, after that, um, it's going to bring something new and exciting for y'all. Okay, um, that's it. That's that's all I got. Okay. Thanks, Mitzi. And now the news you could use. When you're asked which child is your favorite, you should name one of your own. I know that now. I'm Stan Wackerman, the man who knew the news before it was known to be news. Winner of the 1987 Peabody Award for Broadcast Excellence. This has been The News with Stan Wackerman. Hi, I'm William Floodwacker with No Cola, the non-cola. Hey, it's springtime, everybody. You know what that means. It's time for our shamrock-flavored No Cola. Let's see what the public thinks of this. Hey, you old man, who's probably a lot younger than I'm thinking you are because you just look old to me. I've said too much already. Why don't you try this drink liquid? Okay, I uh, will. It's a, oh, that's a, oh, that's, that's a, that's refreshing. It tastes like a, like a salad. Yeah, that's the taste of spring right there. Oh my goodness! I can, I can, I can, I can taste the fertilizer. I can taste the. Uh, what else can I taste here? I can, I can taste the the fresh leaves of spring. This is amazing. It tastes like lavender. I can tell you what you're not tasting, and that's cola, because this is no cola, the non cola, our spring flavor. It's green naturally. <laughs> hey there, little girl. Why don't you try this little drink, little girl? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey, he's talking to me. Where'd all these little girls come from? Oh, I like to hang out at the elementary school to give little girls drinks. You're not supposed to be in here. I'm here with my best friend, Kathy. Hi. We want to try your weird looking green liquid. Sure, this is no cola, the non cola. Taking drinks from strangers, taking drinks from strangers. And I'm, no str- and I'm no stranger. I'm William Budwacker. Looks green is mine green black. Um, yes, I, I'm lactose intolerant. Does this have any milk products? A lot. Uh oh. Mm. <laughs> Ew. 
whoops, well, that's not my fault. You just tried no cola, the non-cola spring flavor. You'll spring it into your home and drink it. Okay. I feel like I'm 72 instead of 78. And you look it, too. What? Hey, mister, what are these things that you're handing out? They're green. These aren't those, like, shamrocky shake type things. I mean, those things are disgusting. Go ahead and try it. It's spring flavored. Hmm. Hmm. There's definitely a, 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 a grassy taste there. Mm-hmm. That's that's the dandelion pollen you're tasting there. Dandelion pollen. That's hmm hmm. You know, I you've you've inspired me. Maybe next time I have dandelions in the yard, I shouldn't cut them down. No, you Power should shape. buy you should buy our product. No cola, the non cola, springing at you. <sighs> Later tonight on Radio 680, the latest adventures of Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Hello, everyone. It's that time again for Pet Adoptions, where we're going to try and set up some possible loving pet owners with some possible loving pets. I am your host today. Margaret Scratcher. <laughs> yeah, uh, something like, oh, you know what? I should probably, um, I'm going to try and talk like Margaret Scratcher too. Here we go. Hello, let's have our first visitor come in with a pet. Please do come in and take a seat and tell us about your animal. Oh, hello there. My name is Leslie and I have, oh, excuse me. Fasty, fasty little fella. I have brought with me today uh, a capybara. Oh, I do so believe I've heard of such a thing as those before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real, real dumb and super duper ugly animal. <laughs> oh, he's not so ugly. Is it a he? Um, who or, who can him? tell? It's hard even to oh, look yeah. at it, isn't it? It's hard yeah. to even look at it. Um, oh. It's actually the largest of the rodent family. I can see that. He does indeed look like a giant rat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... What um what kind of things does the capybara like to eat? Well, some people would say that a capybara is a herbivore, but what I have learned about this particular animal right here is you could drop literally anything into its mouth: cigarette butts, jewelry, money, bed sheet, oh, they, oh, plastic, hot uh, peppers, marijuana. Really want to be putting non-food items into the mouth of this poor, fat, ugly creature. Well, what is absolutely amazing is whatever you put in, and I mean, we're talking candles, bottle caps, Christmas trees, Christmas ornaments, nails that you pick off your fingers. The amazing part is they just come right out as if they never got chewed or digested or anything. It's fascinating. So uh, a Christmas tree would come out in its completed form. 
as if it was never digested. Here, I'm gonna okay. take I'm gonna take this ashtray that you have right here full of Good, cigarette I don't butts. Know whether that came from or whose that is. No one in here smokes. It's full of cigarette butts and chewed gum and it looks like no a, one in here smokes. A scratch off lottery ticket and I'm gonna here we go, Pat. Here we go. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, oh, oh. So it's hard to look at. It's so oh. disgusting. Oh god. Okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long your program is, but here in a minute now. In fact, if that lotto ticket wasn't scratched off when it went in, it might be when it comes out. You know, actually, I'm I'm a little concerned about, you know, trying to adopt out an animal where, you know, people would be encouraged to just put anything in its mouth just to watch what comes out the other end. Uh, excuse I mean, me, ma'am. That is called recycling. <gasps> okay. Um, oh, all right. There's. Oh, mm, look, mm. look, look. Look at that chewed gum. Look at it. Oh. Mm. Okay. Isn't that um, smell something like you've never smelled before? That is that mm-hmm. is something like I've never like smelled you've never before. Smelled before. <clears throat> Look at um, the little stupid, do, oh. oh stupid, ugly face looking at you, like oh. oh. I, I'm so sorry. I I didn't do this to you. I'm sorry. I don't know what you have inside you right now, but maybe could could we maybe put him in the corner if you mind taking him to the corner we're patient our um, next pet guest and we'll see if we can get someone to to uh, adopt out your your friendly lovely um strange uh, challenging capybara uh, uh, yeah so we have one more visitor here please come in and tell us who you've brought with you today yeah uh, uh, my name is uh, wally and i brought with me a box of roly polies you know, those little funny little, uh, I don't know what that arachnid type uh, things. You poke them on the back and then they turn into roly polies. Yes. I've seen yeah. those before. Hmm. Yeah, I got a whole box of them here. I got a whole box. Those uh, people actually even snack on those. Uh, yeah, they can be ground down into protein powder and then fed to uh, capybaras if you want. But those sons of bitches will eat anything, am I right? Oh my goodness, look at that box. Look at that box. Oh my goodness, oh, no. that would be a good time. Um, I don't know. If, um, I really so anyway, don't I got about to... uh, got about nine hundred and forty three of them in here. Yeah, I and, I don't uh, really want to broadcast. Oh, oh shoot! Oh shoot! Look at that! It's nine hundred and forty one now. Oh. oh, good for him! Look, oh. at, look at him go. Okay. Um. Well, uh, you know, he's not I, even waiting for him to roll up into a ball. He's just eating the whole thing. That's amazing. How 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 would someone who's interested in, in being a, a pet? How would someone who's interested in being a pet owner um, care for these roly polies? Hmm? Well, I, I don't have a capybara around, I guess, would be the first thing you do. <laughs> okay, so we cannot adopt these two things out together. No, no, no. I, mean, hey, damn, I mean, you could. It could be real, real fun. He, a party. he is going to town like it's a box of popcorn. Look at that. Okay. Oh, my um, goodness. Uh, where's Tommy well, Gunderson when I need there's, him? There's probably, <laughs> there's probably only about 370 left now. <laughs> um. Okay, well, uh, all right. Uh, so, uh, okay, everyone. Uh, uh, this is Margaret Scratcher. Once again, I I don't think we have a pet available for adoption today. That boy um, even chew. He doesn't even uh, chew, does he? Um, but, but but tune in again later when I'm sure we have some charming, lovely uh, animals of some sort or another who like to eat actual food and. Uh, Oh, okay. oh they're, they're coming out the other end like a pinball oh, machine now. That's nope. not. That's gross. And that smell, oh, okay, isn't so it something? Isn't that smell something? That is something. Yes, yeah. Oh, what is okay. that? Lilacs? Okay, oh, no. everyone. Well, um, I I tried. So uh, we'll talk again soon. Bye.
Bye. We are the voice of Syracuse. Depend on Radio 680. Good evening, Syracuse, and welcome to Point Other Point. This is the engaging debate show where we tackle the tough topics of the day. And today, we are trying to decide cake or pie. Cake or pie. With us in studio today is a favorite of Syracuse, Aunt Debbie. Of yes, Aunt of Debbie. course, I'm Aunt Debbie of Aunt Debbie's Crusty Old Pies. Just come on in whenever you're ready there, Aunt Debbie. Always good to have you. Yes, and, and I just want people to know, just because I named the business Crusty Old Pies doesn't mean they're terrible. No. I'm just trying to say that's like an old-fashioned crusty pie. <laughs> and uh, crust is one of the things that uh, pie might have over cake, but to help us with uh, the, the cake benefits is Becky Miller of Miller's Mobile Cakery. Hello, yeah, yeah, Becky. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Becky Miller here from Miller's Mobile Cakery, uh, yeah. delivering cakes around Syracuse uh, as anybody would uh, for the lovely people of town who obviously love their cakes. Am I right? And you, everybody here loves them cakes. It's a unique benefit that we have here in Syracuse is that you can just pick up the phone and a cake comes to your house. Oh, my gosh. Sometimes people don't even call. You know, I'm driving through town and I just see somebody and I look them in the eye and I think that broad right there needs a cake. And you know what? Within seconds, boom, she's caked. Okay. Well, there's. There's plenty of street parking near Aunt Debbie's old crusty pie. Hey, hey, listen, Debbie, I'm going to tell you something. When I sit down yes. and eat a meal, dessert or otherwise, the last thing I want to describe it as is crusty. OK, you know, we're not here to debate each other's marketing uh, uh, prowess or anything. Thank of course, God. Uh, we'll, we'll- Thank God. <laughs> what, we're, what, <laughs> what we're trying to decide here is which is superior cake or pie. Aunt Debbie, why do you love the pie so much? Well, I think it's, a, it's well, you could put fruit or you could have a creamy sort of and then a crust at the bottom or the top. And, and then it's just a, it's a delicious taste treat. Pies don't fall, do they? But cakes do. No. You know, whose side are you on here, pal? First of all, I, I no, just, I, I I just I, threw I, up in my mouth, literally listening to Debbie describe whatever that thing was she was talking about fruity creamy crusty crap I, I I'm not well okay but you sitting in here like you don't have a side and you're literally talking about how cakes can fall I got news for you pal out of like the 7,000 or some cakes I deliver in a day you know how many might fall one and that's only if a kid is running so fast to get home and eat that cake that he trips and drops it. Then it's an upside down cake. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, man. Well, oh, that is one. Is. That is one benefit that uh, cakes have over pies. And Debbie is that cakes can be upside down or right sidey up. Uh, pies cannot do that. That's that's correct. <laughs> I, I need to stop oh. you for a second. Did you just say right sidey up? Right, right sidey up. Right, right sidey up. What which which show am I even on? Right sidey up. We're here to discuss uh, whether cake is superior to pie. Uh, Duh, cake, done. Uh, yes, correct. Finish. It is. Boom. But we're done. 
There's a thing about pies. You could have a pie in your hand. It's a hand pie. Mm, you can't have hand cake. That would be messy. Hey, hey, Debbie, come here for a sec. You ever heard of yes. a cupcake? You ever heard of a cupcake, you genius? We put them in paper, okay? okay. We put them in a literal piece of paper so you can hold it in your hand. I, I, ladies, I'm, I'm going to have like to ask I'm, you to sit on opposite sides of the studio here. You're just, you know, there's no, there's no reason for you to be here. Ain't no He's ladies here. all up in my grill, and I don't even know what that means. I, I think oh, it's inappropriate. We're here to have an intellectual debate here about cake versus pie, and I see no reason to get physical. From the guy who just said upsidey down, you want to talk to me about being an intellectual now? That's you right. know, I'm starting to think the pies are better than cakes, uh, the, the, the more that's, I sit here. That's right, because pies don't have frosting. Okay, all right. You know what? I see where this is going, but you, in the middle, Mr. Upsidey. I want you to, to to try. I left you a little something there. Would you just open that up and and try it? It's a no. it's a gift. It's a gift from me from Becky's mobile cake machine to you. Well, I think this would be bribing the unbiased media, no, but no, I will. I, will I just want you. I want you to know that of which you speak. All right, I'm, I'm more than happy to try it. Uh, oh yeah, mm, that's really good. That's really good. Mm, well, I have. I happen to have brought my double crust four berry pie. It's our top seller. We oh, yeah. sell like two or three a day. Um, bring, here, it let me, let's bring it over here. Whoops. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, Why I ought to. I'm sorry, Mr. That's right. Man. You can't have a cake fight, but you can have a pie fight, can't you? Right in the mush. Oh. That's uh, what you might call. What do you, what'd you call that? An upside down pie? Oh, wait. Oh, oh no. Doesn't exist. Oh. Oh, yeah. Well, here's a pie for you, Missy. No. This is amazing. What the, would, you, would you just take that? Yeah, this is uh, actually pretty delicious here. This pie yeah. that's drip, dripping off my face. So that's my, it's a little uh, crusty. Lemon. It's a little crusty. Yeah. Well, but yeah, whatever you got crusty. in the middle is is okay. It would taste better in a cake, mm -hmm. but it's okay. So I think we have uh, this is a, a very rare program in which we have perhaps ended up in a in a draw here. I think we all enjoy some good dessert, uh, whether it's cake or pie or a little bit of both or whatever the mess is that's on the studio right now. Uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, I appreciate you both. Aunt Debbie of Aunt Debbie's old, crusty, disgusting pie hut. No, there's no disgusting. Oh, did I add a word? I'm sorry. And Becky Miller of Miller's Mobile Cakery. We th I thank you both for being here in the studio today. This is Point Other Point on Radio 680. Radio 680. The voice of Syracuse. The city has a thousand stories. Backstabbers, two-facers, fortune-tellers. In the space between lawlessness and righteousness comes one man who has his own rule book. Elliot Steele, gunshot gumshoe. Tonight's episode, If the Shoe Fits, You Must Acquit. Our story so far. The dowager Doris Heppelwhite has been murdered. Her twin dowager, Ernestina Heppelwhite, is now the prime suspect after Wendy sniffed out some suspicious shoes. Fine. 
Just let me get my shoes. Yes, you should get your shoes. Like those shoes. That pair of cute pumps in a size six petite. Holy cobbler! She wears the same size shoe as you, Wendy. That's not my size. It just happens to be the rarest shoe size in the world. And according to Todd Unger's receipts, that size was purchased at 6.45 tonight. The soul of this case is afoot. Is Wendy treading into dangerous territory? Will Ernestina put her best foot forward? Can Lieutenant Polanski heal this situation? Is there another plot twist sneakering around? And is the audience picking up on these shoe-based puns? Nah, this doesn't look good. This doesn't look good at all. Now, don't be so hard on yourself. It doesn't look like a toupee to somebody standing 15 feet away from you. Ah, go grill your butternut squash. All right, Ernestina, if that's your real name. Who would choose a name like that? We know that the call came from Todd Unger's ladies' shoe store, but the call was not placed by Unger. It was placed at the exact time you were in his store. Impossible. Play that recording again. Doris Applewhite, I'm going to kill you tonight. That doesn't sound anything like me. Unless you were smoking a Tipperino cigar. You idiot. They're not Tipperinos. They're Tipperellos. <gasps> Aha! Aha! <laughs> you seem pretty familiar with those cigars, Heppelwhite. Okay, so I know the name. That doesn't prove anything. No, but this does. An ashtray. So, looks like we have a cigar smoker. I cannot believe this. My sister is dead, and you're insinuating I did it? What does insinuate mean? It's the same as intimate. What? Allude, purport, ascribe. I'm just hearing pops and buzzes right now. Would you two quit? Uh, hold on. Hold on. One, two, three, eight. Somebody's missing. She's on the lamb. What does on the lamb mean? We're not doing this again. Heppelwhite has ditched us. And as far as I'm concerned, that's an admission of guilt. The back door's open. She won't get far on foot. You've caused enough problems, Steel. Hey, I found the ashtray. We have to catch Heppelwhite. No time for fraternizing. Can I ask a question about one of those words? Ernestina has decamped. The plot has coagulated. And our heroes are squabbling. Tune in next time when we hear Elliot say... Someone's trying to win Scrabble. That's next time on Elliot Steele, Gunshot Gumshoe. Radio 680 now concludes another broadcasting day. Today's programming was improvised by the cast of the Portuguese Rodeo Clown Company. Mark C. Holden, Johnny Molson, Patrick Russell, Mary-Kate Smith, and Mary Young. Radio 680 broadcasts in the public interest from a transmitter located in Syracuse, USA, with a license granted under the authority of the Federal Podcasting Commission. Any resemblance to an actual radio station is remarkable. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a big fat five-star review. 
No portion of this program may be rebroadcast without express written consent from the Commissioner of Major League Baseball. Our internet home is Radio680.com. Oh, <laughs> oh. Uh.